Radio Free Tote Bag and Fuck Tonsils! Jesus. I'm Donovan. I'm Arthur. What the fuck? Why fuck tonsils? Because I just I just recovered from a weekend of strep, my dude. And it was fucking terrible. Mm. Oh my god. There's there's still kind of swollen up back there. Do, do you get strep? Have you had strep before? I, I have had strep throughout, yes. I I have like fucked up tonsils. I really should have had them taken out as a kid. So like when I get strep, which I get frequently because of that, uh, they get they just get fucking enormous. Like they're kind of a pain in the ass to begin with, but they just get fucking huge to the point like I can't really speak. I mm. can't fucking eat. Even like breathing starts to irritate them. Ugh. It's it's fucking brutal, dude. They're just like essentially useless organs. And I was pissed about this over the weekend while I'm laying in bed. And so like, I looked it up, and their whole fucking purpose is supposed to be to, like, to defend you from bacteria and shit. Mm. Which is fucking bogus. Because, like, their whole, the defense is that they swell up and make you have excruciating pain. Like, and that's the bad part of the disease. What, what do you mean you're fucking protecting me? Hey, God don't make no mistakes. Oh, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> Nah, man, I didn't eat for like fucking three days there. It, oh, it would man. be like if you had if you had a bodyguard, like a dude you'd hired to protect you, and like most of the time he's just sitting there, he doesn't do anything, right? And then if somebody attacks you, he like just grabs onto the front of you like a jacket and just starts like punching you in the throat a little bit. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? And he's like, people can't attack you, dude. Like I'm in the way, and it's like you're not like you're not wrong, but this is also fucking. Possibly worse than like what would be happening if you weren't there. A, a fucking like a a red dot, like a fucking laser sight from a sniper rifle, like aims to your face, and your bodyguard just like kicks you in the fucking knee, <laughs> just like kneecaps and <laughs> shit then, out of you. But he's in the way, and he's like, "Yeah, you're down below now. Like I'm I'm blocking it." And you're like, "You fucking, you've made it worse though." Ah, <laughs> I hate them, dude. There isn't like a good tonsil date either. Like mine shit out the little tonsil stones too. Sure, sure. Like on the regular, that's kind of like their baseline. But there's not like a good time where like all the little crypts are filled with like coins or like gold fucking <laughs> nuggets or something. There's there's no upside. I hate it. I fucking hate it. But uh, I have my voice back, and so I'm pretty fucking amped up today. I'm, I'm excited to be recording. Yeah, you're ready to fucking use it, my guy. I'm ready to fucking go. How are you doing, partner? I'm doing okay. Uh, I had a, a job interview. Those of you who've been following the show pretty closely may know that I've been out of work for some time, and I had a job interview at a pizza restaurant. Woo, mamma mia! And they have informed me that uh, if I am to work at that pizza restaurant, I will need to shave my full beard. Oh god! Down to like, I they're like, you can have a goatee, and I'm like, I don't want a fucking goatee. Well, <laughs> that's more offensive to potential customers than a beard. I think so. I think so. Yeah. And it was fucked up because the girl who interviewed me had like blue hair and like gauges and shit. What the? That's a that is a weirdly specific thing to be a stickler on. And I'm like, I can't have a fucking full beard. And then they told me how much they wanted to pay me, and I almost told them to eat shit. Uh, oh god! But uh, it might be a decent stepping stone gig for like a minute. Like if I, you know, because cash flow would be fucking excellent. If I might, if I might suggest. That's so, true. Uh, that is a good thing. I mean, the other ones too. Like if it's that earring thing or like a nose ring, you can like remove those. Maybe you could get like a removable beard. <laughs> that could be an idea. Sure. Just spirit gum. Yeah. Some fucking. Uh, so, well, I mean, it's it's similar to pubic hair. Let's be real, beards and pubes, they're in the same ballpark. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe if um maybe I'll get like a facial merkin. Oh Jesus! Great fucking name for it too. Great name for a product <laughs> that's definitely going on our our list of uh, RFTB brand uh, products that you could purchase. The facial merkin, the Arthur Brem facial merkin. <laughs> It's just me smiling with a bunch of fucking pube spirit gum to my face. There we go. Oh, hell yeah. Beautiful. Well, that fucking sucks about the beard part, but at least we have that brilliant idea out of yeah. it. Yeah. Fucking totally worth it. Well, what doesn't suck is uh, this week we got some question box questions for you. And uh, some pretty. Oh, yeah. And some pretty good shit from Reddit. Uh, so you ready to go after this? You know it, baby. 
Because uh, we're coming up hot off of Valentine's Day, and so this first one relates to that because uh, my 26FSO, 27M, threw my Valentine's gift for him into the sea! <laughs> Yeet! Valentine's Day afternoon. I was waiting for my SO at the bench by the seaside slash bay. Some guy walking past got into a conversation with me. Turns out he was going to visit my home country in two weeks and needed some advice. My SO shows up a few minutes, uh, and a few minutes joins the conversation. He starts bitching about my home country, saying it's the most racist and nationalist country ever, and a guy should never go there. My SO had never visited my country and is writing only on stereotypes. Wow. Their conversation goes on for about 10 or 15 minutes. My SO didn't stop saying just the rudest things. I checked myself out of the conversation and sat there in disbelief at the kind of things that I was hearing. Once the guy left, and they even exchanged FB profiles with my SO, what the fuck? I took out the Valentine's gift for my boyfriend and handed it to him saying something along the lines of, I got you a gift, but I think I'm just going to leave it here and go home because I'm really not in the mood after hearing all the things you just said. So I start to walk away, and within seconds I hear a loud splash and turn around to my gift floating in the water, starting to sink slowly. My SO says, so I don't want it now. Storms past me and disappears. Oh, God. I try to text him and ask to talk about it, but he just says he doesn't want to see me or talk to me. And says he just wants to be happy with the person he loves, question mark? Question mark. Question mark, indeed. I've been on silent treatment from him since then. What should I do? I'm totally confused. Am I on the wrong here? We've been together for roughly a year now, and that was posted by WDY Chams Polini? Something like that. Wow. Yeeted gift, what do you say? <laughs> Where do you think um, 26F is from that is the most uh, racist and nationalist country of all time? That's a good. That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> the way I phrase that makes it sound like, "Hey, Donovan, what country yeah, do you yeah. think is the most racist nationalist <laughs> country? What country do you hate?" Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh boy. So that's over. That's done, right? Like it's over. There's no. You can't. You don't want that back. It's like a guy who can turn on a dime like that. I don't know what happened before it. But it's done, and it's over, and there's really nothing to be done in relation to this guy on Forge. I don't think so either, unless he comes back to you and apologizes, and you know, and is like, I had some horrible fucking day or something, and offers a sincere apology. I mean, in which case, definitely still be considering this, but it just doesn't sound that, like that's going to happen. Like, there's so many things here. He's fucking insulting your country. He fucking no. threw your gift into the ocean. <laughs> Which is the most fucking savage shit I've ever heard of. For fucking real. For fucking real. fucking rules. And then he just wants to be happy with the person he loves. Is that that her? He's been cheating on you. Do you you think that's what it is? He's alluding to somebody else? I think that's got to be it. Yeah, because that's a a weird... I don't know. I mean, it'd be a weird way of saying I'm unhappy with you. You know what I mean? It just seems like a weird way of phrasing. Maybe. I... it could be, but I I could see some suspicion there too. Regardless, this is just a this is a soup of bad shit from this guy. Yeah. This is uh pretty fucking chaotic. <laughs> and uh yeah, I'm with you, dude. I I fuck. I think you end this. Maybe give him a final ultimatum of like, what the fuck was all that? What is your deal with my country? How did you why was that your reaction to things when I was upset that you're gonna chuck my fucking gift? And yeah. uh what the what was this shit about? Want to be with somebody you love? Like maybe even get an explanation for that. Dig into that a little bit. Uh, maybe the person he loves is the guy he was having the conversation with, or the guy you were talking. When I to. first when I first read this, yeah, that's that's what I thought. Or that he was saying that like she liked that guy. But reading this again, I, I definitely yeah, yeah. don't get that impression. I've, like maybe I thought that was going to be the angle. Dude. Yeah, I thought that was going to be the angle for sure. Same. Uh, but they exchanged fucking Facebook profiles, so maybe they're, they are in love. Yeah, they're tight. They, have, <laughs> they share an, un, an unshakable bond now. <laughs> yeah. Of fucking hatred for, hatred for uh, Milwaukee or whatever country this was. 
the nation of Milwaukee. Yeah, fuck that place. Milwaukee, which is Algonquin yeah. for the good land. Yeah, lies. Fucking Algonquins, <laughs> lies. You mean well, to tell me Alice Cooper in fucking Wayne's World lied to me? I've I've never actually been to Milwaukee or like anywhere up in that area, so I'm just throwing spitting blind hate over here. <laughs> All right, they're also a little delirious because I have to be eating these fucking antibiotics three times sure, a day. Sure, sure. And take them with like a whole glass of water, and it's like don't don't lay down for ten minutes after taking it, like underlined in fucking Whoa. bold print. Like Whoa. what the fuck? Yeah, so they're pretty intense. I've been feeling a little little wonky from them, but I mean, uh, at least at least I'm not fucking horrifically sick now. What what could happen? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Yeah, if you lay down, I don't, I don't fucking know. Maybe you like turn you into a mogwai. Down all the way. Or maybe you turn into a gremlin it. from a mogwai. That could be. Maybe you turn into Milwaukee. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I had a rant about that a little bit, too. <laughs> Anyways, though, mm. what do you think? Air horns on this? Yeah, this horns. News. Yeah, I don't know. Attempt to salvage an attempt to get an explanation, but I, uh, this is fucking wild. Yeah, unless... I, Unless he says my psychiatrist fucked up my medication, <laughs> like I really don't think there's a good reason for this, and it's Hornsworthy. There you go. Or maybe he only drank a sip of water and he laid down right after taking his medication. And this is what happens. <laughs> we have our answer. Nailed it. All right. You want to hit this next one? I do. I All do. Right. I do. Hey Donna. Yeah. My boyfriend wants to see me masturbate. Do I let him? Oh, fuck yeah. What I'm at. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> when i masturbate in front of guys i typically finger myself feels like nothing to me but it's visually pleasing for them when i actually want to wank alone and come i'm a humper my arm a pillow whatever is around and it doesn't look cute at all and it isn't sexy or visually pleasing like fingering is my boyfriend really wants me to actually come and masturbate properly but i'm a bit ashamed of how i do it and i don't think he'll like watching it or find it a turn on if i'm even able to do it in front of him at all should I just do it? And that was posted by Hell's Bells. Yes, Hell's Bells. You should just do it. That's uh, that's hot as shit. Yeah. Don't don't worry about that. Do it like you do it too. Like fucking, you know, let the world fall away and focus in on your shit. You know. Because that's that's the thing that's like hot about seeing your partner masturbate. At least to me, is like they're fuck they're into it. And so yeah. they obviously do it the way that works for you. Like, I, it's it's most appealing to see somebody like going at it and they're fucking into it. That that's hot. Yeah. So I I mean I would certainly not be turned off by this. I've actually I've actually seen this in uh, in porn before. Mm-hmm, weirdly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is like this is a thing. I've also heard this from other people. So I wouldn't I wouldn't feel ashamed about this. This really is not that strange. And. Right. Uh, it's you fucking riding an inanimate object. I don't know, man. It's pretty. It's pretty hot. Uh, whenever I watch uh somebody masturbate, typically I'm watching their face more than their actual genitals. You know what I mean? Also, that yeah, it's it's that in the in the sound. Yes, yes, God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's more it's experiential. It's like it's like going on the the pleasure journey with you. No, for real, you're, you know, you're seeing somebody that you love having a good ass sexy time. And that's, yeah. it's very nice. So I, I don't be ashamed of this at all. If you're, if you're too worried about it, maybe tell him beforehand so he isn't surprised by it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I guarantee he's not going to be like, oh, okay, in that case, like I'm done. And then if he does, then that's weird as shit. <laughs> like, oh, watch- you, you want to. <laughs> Yeah. You want to grind out a pillow? Ah, oh, nah, fuck yeah, that. Okay. No thanks. Okay. Go watch, uh, ugh, go watch fucking Great Gatsby remake <laughs> instead. See you later. <laughs> I don't know good, why that's what I thought. Good movie pull. That was fucking great. Because that's, that's a dumbass movie to go watch instead of watching your girlfriend <laughs> masturbate. Very true. As is anything else. So I, I almost guarantee you your boyfriend's going to be into this. Before I can tell him about how you do it, he's gonna tell you that he is, and, and then uh, and then do it. And 
I think just kind of starting to do it and see him being into it too, that kind of that, that insecurity and like, I don't know if I'm able to do it in front of him. I think that will kind of fade off when you see that he's into this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Unless he's not, in which case, you know, fuck him. You got a pillow. It's true. You don't need him because you got a pillow. Maybe he, um, maybe he peeps your technique and then he gives you like a really thoughtful gift of a particularly ang like a pillow with like an angular, like, like he just finds like I don't know maybe like a couch cushion that has like a nice ridge. Like he <laughs> fucking finds you the perfect uh, hump pillow. Ah, <laughs> uh, just sort of like a decorative throw pillow. It's got some uh, particularly some, great texture on it. Some fringe. There you go. And it's got two purposes. It fucking ties your, uh, you know, your duvet set together. And uh, you can go to town on it, so that's that's just good for everybody. Yeah, do it, do it right. Get off, and he'll be watching your face most of the time anyway. Fuck yeah! Well, all right, this brings us to our question box, folks. Asking all them questions, asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, it's our anonymous question box. If you've not listened before, you have forgotten. We have an anonymous question box where you can submit your questions to the show. Uh, you don't need an account. You can find the link to the anonymous question box on our social media or on our website. There's a little tab at the bottom or in the menu on mobile, and it says, Ask Your Question. You click that. You go there, there's a text box, you type your question in, you press send, and then we'll read it on the uh, upcoming show. So, this week we got two questions. We fucking love to get them, so thank you for these. And here's the first one. It's our favorite part of the show. So first, uh, I have a friend with benefits who tends to only carry on a conversation when he wants to have sex. I like being friends with benefits, but I wish they'd pay more attention to me outside of wanting sex. Is it too late for that, or is there a way to change the dynamic? What do you think? Hmm. Only wants to carry a conversation with me outside. Hmm. I think it sort of sounds like you'd like to have a relationship. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that's what it's sounding like to me too. That's what I. That's the energy I'm feeling there. Uh, and that might not be. You know, maybe I'm reading you wrong. Uh, maybe you just want more consideration out of your out of your f with b um funny enough there th this topic kind of came up with um uh i was listening to a lot of uh polyamory podcasts um trying to you know get the vibe on that side and nice. uh one of the things that they were talking about there was one of the ladies uh, her name's minx i'll plug their i'll plug their show it's called polyamory weekly it's a good resource if you want to get into non-monogamy at all um, and, uh, she was talking about how early on in her poly experiences, she would get involved with a couple and she would be, uh, the third wheel, so to speak. And she'd want to get in touch with, uh, you know, her, her partner in that relationship. And they would be like, what the fuck? Fuck off. You know what I mean? Ooh, like they yeah. would kind of, they would kind of brush her off. And she was like, she wanted a higher level of involvement than was being given by that partner. And it sounds like that's what you've got going on here. And I think that's a partner issue. I think that has to do uh, with your partner more than it has to do with you for sure. I think that's true. And I, I don't think that's uncommon in these situations too, because there's people who kind of want that middle ground you know, they want the friends with benefits. Like, you don't want a full-on date. They still kind of, like, want to be with other people and stuff. But then they're like, ah, oh, like, I also feel kind of weird about, like, the only time we talk is when we have sex. And I don't know. I feel that. It, it feels just a little objectifying, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. The difficulty there, though, is, like, in a relationship, you could just sit down and be like, hey, like, I, I want to talk to you more. Like, that's important to me. Whereas that's a little difficult to do in this situation like especially if this guy's not really talking to you in the first place like how are you going to dive in with a hey we got can we like talk more <laughs> it, it's like important to me when yeah. he's been keeping this distance the entire time you know what i mean like he's already not open to just general conversation yeah i th i think and i think that's really unfortunate i think that in our relationship dynamics we have this dichotomy 
where you have um, relationships and not relationships, where maybe it exists more on a, on a continuum, where um, you know clearly, you know by the dictionary definition of the word, you are in a relationship in the same way that you have a relationship with your coworkers, you have a relationship with your family. It's just that the relationship here also contains sex. Um, and what you guys are trying to avoid are expectations. And that's fine. But uh, you also want more out of it than he's willing to give at this point. Um, but maybe he doesn't even know that. So I think that sharing your feelings with this person uh, sure. It could it could end with him being like, "Whoa, fucking too clingy for me. I'm out." And if that's the case, then you're getting out of something that's not working for you. Um, if he is receptive to that, then you guys can uh, establish new boundaries and expectations. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh definitely, definitely not. And and that's true. That's what I was gonna mention too. Is there's also this guy's side where maybe he's somebody where he just, he, he wants that distance. That's like an essential part of kind of this friends with benefits situation to him. Um, but, but I think you're right. I mean, if this is very important to you, I'd suggest having this conversation next time you see each other in person and try to bring it up kind of as light and like non pressury as possible. More like along the lines of, I, I like, like talking to you. Can we maybe, you know, can we do that more as opposed to like, we need to talk more. And making him feel kind of spooked about that, right? And if, but if it's not super, super like this is really deeply upsetting to you, you can also just try talking to him more. You know, just fucking yeah. reach out for just kind of general conversation. And, just hit and, him up. You know, see if you can get see if you can get some more responses from him. Because uh, I don't know. Sometimes there's a difference between your drive to initiate conversations, but if somebody's coming at you talking to you, then like fuck it, you'll talk to him. So. You got a couple options there. I think try them both. But Arthur's definitely right. If it if you hit kind of a wall with this and you're not cool with that, then it, it, this may just not be meant to be. <laughs> I'm going to cut you saying that and drop that in on other episodes. Nice. We got a we got a first drop. <laughs> Arthur, 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 Arthur's definitely right. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I thought you were talking about the may not meant to be part. Damn it. <laughs> Nope. Arthur's definitely right. <laughs> All right. Fucking technology. You got this, though. This will this will work out one way yep. or another. Yep, absolutely. You'll be fine. All right. Definitely right, Arthur. You want to read this next one? I sure do. Uh, what do you do after a threesome is over? How do you end a threesome? I went to Pornhub to find out, and the video just cuts off after everyone comes. <laughs> It, it doesn't follow him, like, you know, as everybody gets a snack. Yeah. And then, like, just, fucking watches Great Gatsby and passes out. <laughs> One of them's like, anybody, wasn't in there. Everyone need, anyone need a glass of water? Everybody good? <laughs> yeah. It fucking splits into three panels as everybody, like, goes to work the next day. Sure. One of them gets a call and their friend's pet has died and they gotta go over and console him. I don't know. Fuck, I'd watch that. That sounds compelling. <laughs> All right, we got a movie idea here. <laughs> call call the fucking hub ASAP. Well, what do you what what do you what do you do though? What do you do after a threesome is over? What do you do? Uh, I don't know, man. In my experience, it's it's just kind of like when you know you hook up with somebody. Uh, you know, it, what you said, like anybody need a glass of water sort of situation. Sure, you maybe lay around for a little bit and then. Uh, People either fucking go home, or maybe maybe you pass out. You know, maybe you kind of sit around and talk. There, mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of different there's a lot of different options there. It just kind of depends on context. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, way it worked out for me. Anyone need a glass of water? And go get some waters for everybody. We lay around for a little bit. Uh, they say, uh, "Well, uh, we're gonna go ahead and get out of here." I'm like, "Cool, thanks for hanging. That was fun." And they leave, and there we go. That's how it goes. Yeah, just just, yeah. Be, just be fucking cool about it. Just be cool. And the, how, how do you end a threesome is more is more or less the same thing. Like it's kind of the same as regular sex. Like you get you know when it's over, everybody's right. energy just kind of wears out. And that's mm-hmm. the way that that goes. That's right. So yeah, there's not like a, you don't have to fucking make an announcement. This is over. Fucking file back to your respective vehicles. 
I have bottled water set aside on the way out. <laughs> Later. You just ring a gong. <laughs> Threesome complete. <laughs> and like a fucking stats board rolls with everybody's scores. <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, we got top squad. Nice. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Also bottom squad though, unfortunately. <laughs> Damn it. <clears throat> Nah, man. One other thing, like, if anything, I found threesome sex, like, even more practical. Because when you got three people, like, one person can tap out for a little bit and, like, go to the bathroom or get a glass of water in the middle of things or just chill. And that's a nice practical thing that I don't think people recognize as an appeal of that situation. Yeah, it's pretty tight. (laughs) Can't lie. It is. Big fans. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so, I don't know, try, try it out. It's, it's definitely going to be a little different than a fucking Pornhub video. Unless it's the ones that uh, we were thinking of before. <laughs> Threesome from start to end. From uh, fucking meeting in bed to the graves. <laughs> I like how you said graves. That was cool. Oh, I was going to say grave, but then I, yeah, there was the S on there. I realized there's three people. And I'm thinking of like a biography, but it's all three frames going at the same time, and it just gets yeah. real fucking confusing after the first scene. <laughs> you put an S and two Z's on it too. Ah, uh, hell yeah, Graves. Like <laughs> all right. Well, hey, uh, where where are we going next, partner? The friend zone. Friend zone. Fuck yeah, the friend zone. Yeah, dog. This question takes us to friend zone. It's our weekly. Uh, well, we were doing it weekly. Now it's our sometime segment where uh, we deal with a non-romantic question. And uh, this week it goes something like this. I want to make friends so bad, but I'm already the weird kid. M16. Assault nice. rifle. It's a gun. Uh... <laughs> I've always alienated and ostracized myself by doing typical weird kid stuff like silly voices slash pretentious sayings slash cringy dances. Obviously, this didn't do me too much good in making friends, and I truly regret all of it. I feel like I've robbed myself of a normal secondary school, high school for Americans, experience. Going out with friends, sleepovers, dates, or something kind of mythical and beautiful from my perspective. Even after I've stopped doing all that weird stuff, no one at school seems willing to give me a second chance. I was never was bullied or anything like that, luckily, but almost everyone seems to ignore me. Most of the few that do seem kind to me are obviously very patronizing and have little interest in building an equal relationship. There's one person who does seem to legitimately appreciate I've changed, but her group of friends despise me. Sometimes I want these people to realize how bad it would feel for them to sit alone at lunch. Being completely and entirely alone is a terrible thing that no one should have to experience. But at the same time, I'm not really bitter towards my classmates. They seem like genuinely cool and nice people. And I did consistently make a total fool of myself for most of the time they knew me. So it's justifiable that they don't want to be around me. TLDR, I've already made a fool out of myself at school, but now I want to make friends. And that really doesn't seem possible. And that was posted by Alpaca Sparkle. Oh, man. Are you sure the fucking making an ass of yourself has subsided because your fucking name on Reddit is Alpaca Sparkle? <laughs> uh, it it sounds like they're gaining self awareness because yeah. uh, a terrible uh, thing, <laughs> a terrible thing in some ways for real here though, because there's the benefit of gaining self awareness where you know you're recognizing oh people are being kind of shitty to me but maybe there's a reason for that. And, you know, you can kind of adapt to that change and change your behavior. And that's part of growing up and good on you for doing that. Uh, But obviously the other half is that all of a sudden you recognize like, holy shit, I was like really fucking obnoxious when I was like 14. Yep. But also like fucking everybody, almost everybody's obnoxious when they're 14. I'm going to go ahead and say everybody's obnoxious in some way when they're 14. And you need to strike the balance between having that self-awareness but not being too hard on yourself, dude. Because you're just you're fucking growing up, and that's a normal thing to happen, and that definitely sucks in school, and that's fucking something that happens too. Because all these other people are also fucking growing up, and their social interactions are weird, and they're fucking judgmental because they don't know what the fuck they're doing either. True. Uh, 
But the point of all this is strike that balance. Uh, recognize that it's good on you that you're you're having this self-awareness that makes you like a developing, well, good person. Uh, but don't don't let that like put yourself down and not be able to get out there. And so you, you say you got this one girl who's being cool to you, fucking keep hanging with that girl. You know, even yeah. if her friends are shitty, they see you guys hanging together, you're kind of normal and friendly to them. They might be like, oh, okay, this this dude's actually nice and, mm-hmm. you know, stop being shitty. Uh, but also just try to get out there more. You know, like you may have had bad luck with that before because, uh, as you said, you were kind of a fucking weirdo. But now that you're kind of getting past that and, and being a little bit more normal, uh, I don't know, look into some other shit you could do at school to meet some other people wouldn't be a bad idea. And yeah. just fucking keep keep trying to... Just keep trying to get out there, but but know that this is going to work out ultimately. Absolutely, I I want to know how many kids are at this school because if it's you know a I would imagine a typical sized high school in uh, you know some place uh, based on my experience of high school, you're not the only weird kid. No. Find find the other weird kids. You gotta you gotta band together and be weird together. And all well, in though, because if he doesn't want to do that, if he wants to move past mm, that, then mm. then don't. I would not try to cling to that identity so much, mm, mm. unless it's a part of you that you'll never escape, and you're just trying to hide your shit. <laughs> Ooh, you try to hide That's... a part of your personality, and then it comes out at a job interview, and then you're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> No, that, that's true too. Though it don't, I wouldn't crack down on yourself completely for being yeah. weird because it's good to do some fucking weird shit. And, you know, uh, I guess the difference is like if you're fucking standing up doing the Fortnite dance in the lunchroom, people are gonna be like, "This kid is fucking obnoxious." <laughs> but like, I don't know if you're in a fucking Dungeons and Dragons or some shit. Like that's you can fucking run with that. That's like yeah, an yeah. actually that's a cool weird thing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Man, I'll tell you, my high school group, uh, there were definitely uh, gradients of unacceptability within the people that we hung with. You know what I mean? So there, yeah, there was there, there was a ladder among the weirdos that I chilled with. And uh, motherfuckers knew who they were. <laughs> like, you know, I, I'm the one who can make people, you know, I'm one of the ones that can make people laugh. Right. So yeah. that was that got me some cachet. Uh, the dude who just read constantly, he was cool. He could chill with us. Like, if you wanted to sit with us, you can come over and sit. But he ain't fucking making nobody laugh. But he ain't hurting nobody by just keeping reading, you know? Yeah. So he yeah. could stick around. Um, The guy who made inappropriate sexual advances constantly, that guy was a little... He was a difficult experience. You know, he had a hard, <laughs> he had a hard time with it. But, uh, you know... Man, if like okay, if you really want to move past this, then good for you. But as somebody who is still the weird kid, uh, I don't think you can ever escape it. I think it's a part of you. I, I guess that's the thing too. Is like identify the weird things that like don't stop being into shit because other people think it's weird. Like that, be into the stuff that makes you happy. But shit, like like your like your friend Arthur that you're talking about making like obscene sexual references or shit that is like just gonna piss a lot of people off, right? And there's not really there's not like a personality. It's not like a hobby or something you're into. That's just you being obnoxious. Right. That's something right. I think to be good and aware and kind of back off of. Sure. Uh, but I'm saying yeah, don't don't go too far on like I don't know. I like fucking LARPing. I'm really into this, but people think it's weird. So I'm gonna cut that shit out. Like don't. Don't try to cut aspects of yourself off just because other people think they're weird. As long as it's just the aspect isn't just intentionally being a, a fucking weirdo right. to fuck with people. When I read that he's into weird kid stuff like silly voices, potential, pretentious sayings, and cringy dances, to me, I'm like, you're a theater kid. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Go do I, I, theater. I feel that. Go there get go. into the theater. Yeah, and if some of those like silly voices are actually pretty good bits, those people might actually appreciate that. Yeah, and then you won't be the weird kid. You'll be the fucking dude who, like, where were you? 
Boom. <laughs> Everyone will be like, what were you doing when you weren't with us? <laughs> Boom. All right, fucking eight. Seek out the fucking drama department and become their god emperor. <laughs> Alpaca Sparkle, you can do this. Yeah, I believe in you. But to, but to reiterate, just keep this on a balance. Good on you for growing. Just don't, don't fucking, don't put yourself too much down too much about this. And don't try to change yourself against what you actually are too much either. Just fucking keep it cool. Find your people. Uh, I don't know. Be you, but also don't fucking Fortnite dance on the goddamn lunch table. <laughs> I feel like that would gain you friends, though, right? Maybe like maybe we're a little bit past that cultural moment, but it's that's seems- what I'm feeling. But we're also old. So I don't know. I don't know if among the youngins, I don't, but I, I get the sense that that would be pretty overplayed at this point. It would be a pretty obnoxious kid. 16. I don't know, but I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not fucking high hip with the kids these days. Yep. I gave up on that maybe six years ago. (laughs) Good times. (laughs) All right, well, we got another Valentine's Day adjacent one here. You ready? Here it come. This is like the Valentine's Day Fallout episode. A couple of these. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. First, uh, first the gift was Yote into the sea, and then uh, had a threesome with my boyfriend and a friend last night, and then woke up to them having sex. Not sure what to do, but I feel completely betrayed. I promised my boyfriend that for Valentine's Day, we could have a threesome with a girl I'm friends with. We all got pretty drunk and did it. I fell asleep pretty much straight after, and I woke up a couple hours later, and my boyfriend wasn't in bed. I went to get a drink and see where they were, and they were on the sofa having sex. I freaked out and started screaming at him. They said they were sorry, but since they'd already had sex earlier in the night, they didn't think it would be a big deal. I told her to get out! It was like 3 in the morning, and she was like, I can't, but I said, yes, you can get an Uber. I was crying, and we were all still pretty drunk, so it got really heated. My boyfriend literally held me back and told her to leave, so she got her stuff and went. We argued, and he kept apologizing, and I said, I'm going to bed, and we'll talk in the morning. He's still asleep. I'm feeling we should break up, like I should break up with him, but I don't know. I don't think a threesome is the same as them two having sex. He went behind my back and betrayed me, and I just feel really hurt. And I was posted by basic bitch and no H. Basic bitch with no H. There's gotta gotta be some wiggle room, right? Like, they they just fucked. And they're still horny. And you're asleep. What, what, what the, what? Like the, uh, there's gotta I, be there's gotta be some wiggle room. I'm with you for some people. I see the rationale there, and that's cool. But th- this is the problem with having threesomes in relationships, and why it can mm-hmm. be fucking messy is because of things like this. Like you gotta be fucking prepared and trusting, and talk about all this shit before it happens. Like when you lay down ground rules, you need you gotta be thinking of these things. Yeah. And that's why, in general, I think, like, if you're a monogamous person, don't have a fucking threesome in a relationship. If, like, you feel like something there could bug you, just don't fucking do it, because shit like this could happen. Yep. Uh, so this was, this was risky. It's emotionally risky. But I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Arthur, in the sense that I don't think this dude thought he was doing anything wrong. Like, they thought she would understand. I also yeah. don't think her upsetness is out of the question, though. It's just you... You needed to fucking establish those ground rules before any of this happened. Right. Uh, but obviously that's not good advice after the fucking fact. So what what now is is the question. Hmm. This has got to be a very serious conversation. Uh, if you feel like he's got to make it up to you, then he's got to make it up to you. Uh, but uh, I see that there's an edit here. Let me just let me put on my reading glasses and. Yikes, this blew up. Anyway, we're over. <laughs> Shrugging emoji. Oh, fucking A. Well, you get a lesson out of this then. Is what this yeah. comes down to. Yeah. And the lesson is, you gotta fucking know yourself. You gotta know how you're gonna react to these things. And 
there's so there's just so many fucking potential complications here. You got to think about that stuff before it happens. And it sounds like probably not for you in the future. And if you do ever try this again, like fucking plan this shit, plan this for a while, have fucking discussions about this. Cause it's, it's real easy to have slip ups that you wouldn't think about. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that in the event of a monogamous threesome, I don't think the third stays over. Yeah. I, I think that. I think the third probably goes home, and then you guys have your like, um, oh, what the fuck did they call it? And uh, uh, I feel like looking it up, but I don't even know what to Google. But it's essentially, yeah, it's uh, uh, um, oh yeah, discuss, distract, decompress. It was uh, it was from that Polyamory Weekly podcast I mentioned earlier uh, for when you're doing a non-monogamous date. So you're dating somebody. Post game, yeah. So you're dating somebody, and they're going to go on a date with somebody else. Um, be- beforehand, you discuss. But why? Uh, you discuss I'm sorry. what's. I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> you discuss what's going to happen, uh, and you talk about boundaries and what you want to, you know, the things that you want to see uh, your partner look after. Um, and then during the date, you distract yourself, and then after the date. You decompress, or you, um, I don't think decompress was the word, but it's essentially you um, re-engage with each other and, like, reaffirm your relationship. And I think maybe that applies to a threesome also. So beforehand, you discuss, you lay down the ground rules. During, you have the during, (laughs) Uh, which, you know, is probably pretty fun. I mean, I had a good time. (laughs) Uh, And then... um, Afterwards, you recouple, you know what I mean? You get back together and you reaffirm the things that you want in the relationship with each other. Uh, And it sounds like they did not prepare for that third part. Uh, Definitely not. Fucking expectations were not clarified. And, you know, hence this, hence this big falling out at the end. Right. So I I think that's good general advice. I think you're right there. You should spend some time just you two after something like this. If you're if you're deciding that you you want to do this, uh, I think I think that's just general good advice too. It sounds like a lot of the concepts from polyamory would carry over to these situations. Yeah, and it'd be good to just read up on that and hear other people's experiences. Talk about that as a couple, like before going after something like this. Yeah, like make sure you got all those preparations. And you're thinking, like, not just the concept in general sounds outright, but also, like, what about all, all these possible things that could happen? Like, will you be okay with these? How can we, how can we like, make it through these okay so neither of us gets hurt? Yep. So, pr- fucking do your homework a little better next time. Yeah. You got to get the prep but, together. Because uh, uh, kind of the thing like this can destroy your relationship, which apparently it did. Exactly. And in that aspect too, I mean that sucks, and I'm sorry you had to go through that because it's it's not you know nobody fucking teaches you that shit. It's it's not something that you're used to thinking about or preparing for. And but when when a breach of trust like that happens, even if it's just to you and it's not to your partner, like you consider it a breach of trust, it can be hard to get rid of that feeling, and you might just have to end things. So yeah. I'm, it, it does suck you had to go through with that. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't even have a little upside there. It just fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dog. Sorry. It's, it's kind of where we are. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. A, a personal lesson has been learned. Things will things will work out. That's the that's the upside, I guess. Yeah. Woo. Hey. <laughs> that was a fun sound. Hey, is this is this next one me? I lost track. This next yes. one is me. Okay. Hey. Hey, Donovan! What's up? My boyfriend, 22, of five months, sent an intimate photo of me, 26, to his friends over his group snap. I'm infuriated, but am I overreacting? Hi! Hello. Howdy. Howdy. How's it going? My boyfriend and I hooked up last night, and out of the blue, I let him take intimate photos of me. I have never let him take photos of me before, but I decided it was a point in a relationship where I could trust him with them. This evening, I was looking over his shoulder at his group Snapchat with some of his closest friends, who I haven't met yet, and noticed some pretty nasty comments from them, such as, 
I'd fucking hit that so hard, etc. I asked my boyfriend to scroll up because I was curious and he was really reluctant, but he finally let me see. He had sent a photo of me from last night. It definitely shows off my pussy, what the fuck, to his friends, and it was saved. They didn't even ask, he just sent it, in his words, because he, quote, he wanted to brag and show me off. Personally, it's kind of humiliating for me because his closest friends don't know me personally, but they know what my pussy looks like. He never asked me if he could share the photo. I think it's just alarmingly inconsiderate, and I feel really violated. I'm at a point where I'm seriously considering, or, yeah, where I seriously am considering whether or not I want to be with him, even though I love him. It's just an extremely immature move. And I'm, given I'm 40 years older than him, I am starting to reconsider whether I can be with a younger guy who does stupid shit like this. Am I overreacting? A part of me feels like I am. But I just feel furious that he would violate my trust. And that was posted by Gitchigummy. Oh, man. It's not even, it's not even stupid. Like, how can you not be fucking aware of this? This is actively... A really shitty thing to do. It's it's yeah. unconsensual. You're you're fucking basically exposing you sexually unconsensually to your friends, and obviously that's fucking garbage. A huge breach of trust, and just a really shitty thing to do with somebody that you know you ostensibly care about. Absolutely. You you can't you can't just go fucking flicking off pictures of your your partner's nudes to people or yeah. anybody in general. That's that's super fucking uncool. You got to sit them down first. You got to be like, baby, Milwaukee, my fucking spotted cow gal. Uh, we got these sexy pictures of your fucking 600 lakes. And uh, my boys, uh, New Jersey and New York, they uh, they want to get a peek at them. Is it cool with you if I do that? And you can say yes or no, but if you say no, he's got to keep them, them lakes to himself. You know what I'm saying? When you receive a nude, when you... <laughs> When you receive a nude from somebody, that is not only a gift, it is also a, a responsibility. Um, yes. So, like, damn, dude. Like, trust, man. I want to be like, fucking look at this shit that I got right here, my guy. But you don't fucking do it because that's a violation of trust. It's a violation of somebody's body autonomy, too. Like, it's just. Like they get to pick who sees what you, they get to pick who sees what. Exactly. And again, that's why this isn't stupid. Like it would be stupid if he was a fucking idiot and he just like left his phone and he had that in the main pictures and one of his friends is scrolling through and saw it. Like that's stupidity. Yeah. Uh, You should take better steps to protect the nudes like of people that you, that you have. Right. This is, this is actively garbage because he's fucking, he's chosen to send it to them. It's not stupid. You're you're a fucking piece of shit if you do that. Unbidden. It wasn't even like people yeah, were like, also that. "Hey man, you were saying you got these nudes. Can we see them?" Yeah, it was just yeah. like fucking check this shit out. Yeah, they're just on there talking about fucking Fortnite burger or whatever. And the next picture is like, "Hey dude, here's my girlfriend's pussy." Like what? <laughs> no, no, unacceptable. Uh, yep, yep. There they were. There they were. Did you hear them? Oh, I'm fucking hearing them. Those are those are some loud horns and yeah. and some valid horns. Yeah, some uh, loud she's valid got, horns. She's got a little. She's got a little edit and update down here. I'm trying to see if there was a uh, if there's an update to what actually happened. She left this house crying after she saw the messages in the group chat. Ruined our first Valentine's Day. Mm. Never had something happen to this before. No, 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 no. Mixed feelings. Um, his, to be fair, I'm his first serious girlfriend, and according to him, many of his friends think I'm way out of his league. I can see where he would get a little too excited and want to send a picture, but still, mm. it's weird as hell and pisses me off. He assumed I'd be cool with it. Uh, also, his hometown is three and a half hours away. His close friends are scattered across the country. Yada yada yada. That's why I haven't met him. Okay, it's, I, mm. this this part's on you then of whether or not you want to end this. Like if this. If you can be, like, if you can be understanding and this yeah. isn't too much to you, it is in your rights to be like, hey, this is fucked up. Don't do that again. And I'm pissed at you. But, like, I I, I, I get that you weren't trying to be bad intentioned. 
Right. If that's how you feel, like that, that's cool. But you, you got to make that call. Yeah, that's that's it, very much like a personal thing. If it's a, like a teachable moment for this dude, like if he can come out of this with uh, better respect for women's bodily autonomy, and you think you think he's worth it, a mistake like this, a fucking uh, uh, a. Not even like mistake isn't even the word. It's like just like a just like a bad action. Yeah. Like this is a legitimately terrible thing this guy did. Uh and if you feel like you can forgive him and he can come out of this a better person, then I don't know, more power to you, sister. I hope he doesn't do it to you again. Exactly. And keep an eye on that. And you know, see if he lives up to the trust and if you're okay with that part, well then hey, maybe this could be a building. You know, a building situation for your relationship. Uh, I didn't mention in there on the lines. I don't know. He fucking his response is along the lines of, "I would never try to hurt you. I thought you would totally be fine with it. I'm just proud. I'm dating someone so beautiful. I want to show you off. I thought you were more proud about your body than embarrassed by it. Okay, fuck mm-hmm. you for that one, dude. Mm-hmm. Jesus that Christ, you're that fucking trying sucks. to turn this around. <laughs> God I thought, damn. I thought you'd love to have my fucking friends in Schenectady see your puss. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. F- fuck that, dude. Be fucking proud of your body and not want it launched over cyberspace to some random fucking dude right. you've never met. Right. In a she's fucking not... Snapchat chat. Yeah, she's not posting it, you know, on a public forum. She sent it to her fucking significant other as like a... Well, and and not even that. Like... The fucking act of taking boudoir photography is fucking super intimate. Like that was Definitely. a really that was a really special thing you guys did together, and then you just like fucking look at this shit. <laughs> yeah. Based on those explanations, I mean, the first few I could, I could see him being genuine, but I don't know, man. That fucking thing at the end seems a little shifty to me. So definitely make sure. You, Make sure he's not being fucking manipulative on this one, because if that's the case, definitely get the fuck out of there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, fucking take a picture of his chode and project it onto the moon or something during the next full <laughs> moon. That'd be pretty, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I got a guy. <laughs> project it onto the moon. That rules. It's like the dick signal. No, 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 no. Wham! Penis. Fuck yeah. Dicks out for the blood, man. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm in. Hey, Dono, you got a, got it in you for this last one here? I do. Uh, we got another Valentine's Day fallout question here. Here we go. BF got his first tattoo on Valentine's Day with someone who's not me. It's pretty much exactly that. My boyfriend of three years, known him for almost six now, decided he wanted to get his first tattoo on Valentine's Day, which would be all cool. I would be totally supportive. He deserves self-care and beautiful art on his body. But he got it to be matching with his best friend who he has dated in the past. I feel really hurt. Am I valid? I just feel awful. And I was posted by Zoe Powie. Zowie Powie? Zowie Powie, I think is how I would pronounce that shit. Zowie underscore Powie. Fuck. Fuck, man. This could be a sign of some real bad shit, I think. Yeah, that's fucking uncool. He should have talked to you about about this beforehand. That's a fucking intimate thing to do. You know? And if it was just his best friend, that's one thing. But the fact that they've dated in the past, that's a lot. I would be bothered by that, too. Yes. Because, like, man, I mean, part of it depends on what they got, right? You know what yeah. I mean? But uh, matching tattoos with an ex, it sounds like they're not going to be exes for very long to me. No, that, de- that definitely sounds like more than that. I mean, to be fair, though, it could be innocuous. Uh, but mm. regardless, he, he should have fucking talked to you before about this. Yeah. And you, you have a right to be upset here. What did y'all do on Valentine's Day? I'd like to know. Because, like, maybe it was, like, in the afternoon, I'm going to go get matching tattoos with this ex, who maybe, maybe the, <laughs> maybe the relationship still means something, like, you know what I mean? Maybe they really shared something special, but they decided that they don't work together. Yeah, um, and that's, that's okay. 
that could be it's okay. Just, yeah, it's just you got to be forthcoming about that because even if it is completely platonic and well-meaning, this it's still it's still an intimate thing, and you need to tell your partner about that shit before you do it. You can't fucking surprise them with this. That because if it's not sketchy, that fucking makes it sketchy. Sure. It doesn't like it doesn't matter what the intentions were here, because there there is there's a thing there. There's a skeevy thing. Yeah. There's a oh man, I feel less important thing there, and you can't just throw that on your partner. Nope. Fuck, dude. This this honestly sucks a little bit, and I don't like it. I'm no, man. I, I, w- I would be really fucking pissed if I had a partner who did this without saying anything to me first. So. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta tell him that you, you feel fucking hurt about this, and that mm-hmm. it's crappy that he didn't talk to you first, and it's up to you, you know, what you do from there. You know, maybe, again, maybe this is a completely platonic thing. Maybe he apologizes to you. You know, he had fucking good intentions or something. You could forgive him, uh, but you, you definitely gotta open up about how and why this upsets you. And get this cleared up before this just becomes a thing that's sitting in the back of your head, freaking you out, and is going to tear your relationship up. Because he, you know, was fucking stupid about not talking to you first. So, there's big talks to be had here. There's There's a poem here in the comments. Roses are red, violets are blue. He's busy on Valentine's Day. The side chick is you. (laughs) <laughs> oh no but Zowie Powie oh, no. responds uh, by saying I hope not he lives with me yeah um, so this this might be more complicated than maybe I'm giving it but it still feels real fucked up and I don't like it at all And I d- hey hey you you I don't like your boyfriend you should Damn. get a new one listen more horns you hear these horns it's a horn happy show I'm gonna I'm gonna point out one last fucking bad thing here. First, I forgot the whole thing is on Valentine's Day, uh, but she she knew he's getting this tattoo. They were no. cool on that part, but he got it with a fucking X. So like he specifically chose not to bring that part up, and that is really fucking sketchy. That I is think, more than just like a slip. That is that is intentionally hiding it. I think. I think maybe your first tattoo or your first body piercing. I think maybe you go with your SO. Yeah, I mean, that's also how I that. feel about it. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. maybe you're, you know, you're gonna go get your fucking nipples pierced. Maybe you're just fuck. Yeah, babe, I'll come with you. Get your nipples pierced, sure. Like, yeah. Mm. As much as I hate fucking Valentine's Day, it is a special day for some people who like it, including your partner here. And you fucked, you fucking were shitty on that day. I think you were directly manipulative by trying to hide this and not being forthcoming about what kind of tattoo this was going to be here. And uh, for those reasons, you get fucking airhorned into the sun. <laughs> enjoy that. Yeah, en- enjoy that. Can't see your tattoo when you're fucking covered in flaming hydrogen, plasma, <laughs> fucking solar flares, bitch. They're <laughs> fucking immolated. <laughs> Oh, I'm in such a good mood today. Your I energy fucking, delights me. I'm just so happy. All my speaking and ranting energy has been stuck inside of me all weekend. I could only rant inside my head about these fucking tonsils, and now I can actually talk, and it's it's wonderful. <laughs> Woo! Hey, guess what? What was that? Our intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Knower. And you can find their music at nowheremusic.bandcamp.com. Hell yeah, dude. And their outro music is a song, Stephanie, by the Hayfellows. You can find at Instagram.com slash the Hayfellows or on Spotify. It's three words. The Hayfellows. Go listen to them. It's fucking great. It is fucking dank, dude. It is dank. They got Roscoe on there. That song kicks ass, too. If you haven't listened to them, check that one out. Yeah. Love them. Hey, um... It's been it's it's been a great week and I've been very uh I've been I've been blessed this week. I feel like I'm in a really good place. I feel like things are starting to really go my way after about 2 months of them being not ideal. Fuck me too, dude. I'm I'm having some good times. Let's let's keep this good energy going. Yeah, let's keep it going well into uh into 2019 
And uh, it's been great having you with us. And thanks for spending some time with us. And we love you. And we hope you're taken care of. And I hope you're taking care of yourself. And I love you. And thanks. Bye. Milwaukee! <laughs> Living large among the stars, it's Milwaukee! It's got a funny name, and it sounds the same when I say it over and over again. I think it's, I don't know if it's the land of many lakes, uh, but it I is, love you too. It's Algonquin for the good land. What's the, what's the land of many lakes? Okay, fine. Bonus to the episode. Land of many lakes. Minnesota. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs>